0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge
1: me. Chris Russell on the Team 980.
2: I'm
3: not trying to be a jerk. <laughs>
2: it's
1: hard to believe, folks. Who else could they find? Who would even take the challenge of filling in for the rooster? I mean, when I initially got the call, it took a few days for me to settle in to agree to do this. This could be career suicide for most. I mean, when you come in behind a guy that is without question, question, irreplaceable. And once again, uh, we just had the Country Western Awards the other day. This must have been, I can only imagine, Netflix special, some kind of, you know, once-in-a-lifetime kind of deal that he absolutely, I think I can speak on behalf of the rooster, that if he weren't going to receive another award, he definitely would have missed, wouldn't would have missed this. You know, it'd be short of family illness. Uh, for him to take, to miss the three hours he gets to share with all of this area in the country on Odyssey, courtesy of Odyssey, um, it's just no way he would pass this up. Yesterday, if you were a part of it, it was like it was as good if not better than Abbott and Costello. I mean, it, it's just it's one of the benchmarks in radio, rooster and whale. I mean, it was just it was it was it was, now, speaking for myself. I absolutely loved it. DOC on a microphone, DH for the rooster, and of course. Of course, Matty Ice Man, Essick. Whenever I get a chance, to team up with my original tag team partner, Matthew Essick. Matthew, how are, how are you? I'm doing great. It's a
2: cold, little wet Friday, but cold. You know, let's let get real. It's not that cold. It's not cold. No, it's the fact that it was warmer, and all of a sudden the weather dropped again. We have it's wet outside, so I walk slash take the metro into work. I was out. Facing Mother Nature this morning. Yeah, yeah. It's did not get a, did not pack a warm enough jacket. You didn't have rain gear? I, di- I did have rain gear. I did not pack for the extra wind and all that okay, kind of there stuff. Okay,
1: I'll give you that. I'll give you, it's just almost, it feels like in less than a week ago, we were sitting outside in short sleeves. Oh,
2: it was sunny, Seven. It was 80s. sunny,
1: Seven. yeah, right. It was like almost in the 80s. That's the the uh, contrast that, that I would say, but it's a little wet, but it's all good because you listen to Kevin Sheehan, uh, who by the way, thank goodness for the rain, because if it were not for the rain, there's no way I believe I could have convinced Kevin Sheehan to share his skills with us a little later on today. I got a couple questions for him. That I know that you guys will appre- and guys and gals will appreciate, is only I can deal with the coach, and uh, because of our long, long relationship, and these questions have to be asked. I mean, it it really it really does. It um. Yesterday, man, was one of those days that, for you, it's it's kind of like standard operating procedure, because you leave you you just some of the. Things that
2: you're privy to. Yesterday was a little fugue state at some points with the uh, especially with regards to the wizards. They're tanking. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. That went on for a little, a little too long.
1: But you don't realize though, because you were here. Me as a guy who is sitting um in a car on the beltway on four ninety five. I'm like going, um, wow, this is amazing. Now, I watched record. Uh, it was, for me, to watch an entire Wizards game and not be friends, family, an investor, or tied to the organization some way, you'd have to ask. There's got to be a reason for it. You say, why, why, why did you do that? You had a book report that was due. You were doing a, a thesis. I mean, what, what would you do? I find that Gabbard... Was so entertaining for me to see a guy, Gafford, who gives me energy, effort. He's relentless. It reminds me again of some of the great defensive ends in this league that play with incredible energy. Kid out in Matt out uh, out in Vegas, Crosby. You know, just a, as if somebody is holding their family hostage. There's a different level of energy. We don't get it around here because we get confused by it. We actually, and, and again, love all our guys, but not, we don't have anybody that to me is in the A-class, relentless approach defensively. Anybody. And, and just, but they're they're very good, worthy of everything they get. But there ain't nobody like Aaron Donald on our team. There ain't nobody like Max Crosby on the team. There ain't nobody like the kids in Cleveland. Ain't nobody. If they were, I'd have seen it. I'd have not missed a game. Yeah, I see it all. But it doesn't discount them. They could be A players. But it takes A plus to be on top of the division. That's why our record is what it is. If we had all these players that claim to be whatever and are paid to whatever, you wouldn't be in the place you're in. That's just simple math. And I know some of you don't necessarily like, well, Chris Russell in particular, seems to have a problem with me wanting to win, you know, as as opposed to getting my ass kicked and just being getting paid and being in last place. Yeah, I got a problem with that, and I'm never going to convert. Analytics, fantasy, gambling, I'll never convert. That's part of being your age. Certain people have not, I've just, none of that was around when I played. I don't, it's, it's foreign to me. To me, we were served special food at the park. I'll never forget it. When we won. They basically fed us exceptionally well when we won. They gave us beer, two cases of beer per player. When we won, I'm sorry, but the climate I was developed in made it very clear that we're not going to kiss you behind and be in last place. It's never going to happen. We are creating an atmosphere that develops and creates champions. That's what it's all about. The stadium rocked for champion effort. That's what we're looking for. Oh, what's the object? To win the game. Oh, okay. You mean it's not okay just to make a lot of money and be in last place? No. In in my general, it didn't. That didn't. That doesn't equate. So, I'm gonna tolerate y'all's method. You gotta tolerate mine. I'm not trying to change you, and you damn sure ain't gonna change me. I don't care about your analytics or your PFFD. I don't give a damn about none of that. Until you can prove to me that the team in first place, that that's the reason they're in first place. And until then, sell that to somebody else because there are a lot of people that will buy it. I got to be honest. You
2: seem like someone that would be really interested in getting some relegation-style leagues in American pro football. Football, basketball. Well, perfect example would be English uh, football. Yeah. Now, nah, American football, English football, like, where, well, no, uh-huh. so Premier League and has the Champions League under it. If you are in the bottom two of the Premier League, you no longer get to stay in the Premier League. Oh, no. You have to move I down. I
1: love that. They would never do that here because that would mean they'd actually have to be good at what they do. And now, look, I'm not mad at the people that are in last place every year and make a fortune. You think I wouldn't take that if I could put it in there? It's a great job. I don't job. know. Maybe I could be convinced to change. I am the way I am because that's the way we got to eat. They didn't bring the the, the the food out until we won. I didn't get treated special until I won. They didn't let me go through the line at McDonald's until we won. Don't you get it? It's a, it's a behavioral. That's what happens. If you feed your kids Toasters, Twinkies, before meal, they are probably not going to eat the meatloaf. Okay? They're just probably not going to do it. So I'm not trying to change any of you whatsoever. You want to be represented at laughing stock and be mocked and whatever, go right ahead. You have my permission. You have my permission. I'm not, not going not gonna to change it. But I just do recognize what it's like to um, – compete for something and it matter what place you're in. Um if you look at I don't and I don't really care how old you are. I don't think age has a heck of a lot to do to do with uh with any of this. I think it is you are a competitive swimmer. Most people you put them in the water there's a large group of them that would die. They don't know how to swim. Let alone competing. No, they just To survive, you got to be able to swim. And you learn the art. Now you're going to have to go fast at it. Then there's certain disciplines as to how you're going to do it, butterfly, backstroke. There's certain techniques that have to be mastered, and it's breaking down drift, every little element. Well, and then to add all of that together, there's so
2: much that you need to learn just in order to get good, and then a good correlation to what you're talking about with you need to be able to win in order to get fed for us we of course had all of our gear our special swimsuits everything like that when right. i was in high school and we i was also on a national team so if you made it to the big meets you got kitted out you got completely not swag. sponsored it's but you, swag, got the, brother. you got the swag, call it swag. All, swag all of the speedo everything embroidered everything brand new great quality stuff I remember when I was a freshman in high school and just starting on this national team, when the kids that were going to junior nationals all got all their swag, he brought me out with them, showed all the stuff. I was like, oh, am I getting some too? Because I'm on the team. He's like, no, you haven't made the meat. This is what you get, but you don't get anything because you have not gotten the times. You're not on that part of the team. If you want it, get faster.
1: Guess what? I got faster. I wanted that stuff so bad. You wanted it. What is so difficult about it's not being hard on the team, it's love to the team and wanting to see them beat the Giants twice, beat the Eagles and beat the Cowboys. What's so bad about that? I mean, for those of you that can live getting your ass kicked every year and you're good with it because you got a good promotion. Fine, I'm not trying to. I don't. I'm not trying to change you. I don't even want you on my team. You can st- keep doing what you're doing. We can agree to disagree. Yesterday, uh, a couple of things that happened before we get to break. And let me know if we got time to to do this. I um. Every once in a while, they would just say the squirrel finds a. what is it a, a, nut. a nut? Yeah, squirrel finds a nut. I was asked, and Tim Hightower, um, I don't know who couldn't do it and they ended up calling me, but I'm glad whatever happened to where I could be implemented into this. Catherine Gaines turned 107 years old yesterday and over to Aspen Woods, senior living assistant. And um, I was honored to be able to, and the commander's, did one hell of a job of gift wrapping a jersey number 107. And to give that, to present that to her, and then you start thinking, when when I said to you, I go, man, yesterday, Miss Gaines 107 years old, and everyone that that pretty much that I mentioned this to said how does she look better than me eyes brighter than mine skin look cocoa bright just beautiful she was a very attractive woman at 107 you could tell this was she was a beast and smile and dude it, it was such a it was it was amazing for me to see someone 107 years old and before you go through the math, don't do it. Nineteen sixteen, and you can just can as it sett- as it settles in, you start saying to yourself, "Can I, mean, I believe this?" That's around World War One, man. It it is, um, it is. Ble- what a blessing! And then she's surrounded by family, and you could just tell so much love um by everybody so if she's 107 how old are dogs that are running her for a peer group okay so everybody i mean you know there's walkers and wheelchairs and oxygen and and everything and what it shows you is that eventually this body no matter how you treat it you know it's going to get so many miles it's going to get you've got to be good to it and i say hydrate exercise be conscious of what you eat Because it matters. It really does. I mean, as much as we kid, and we have a lot of fun with it. And I love dealing with the Rooster and and Big L, Lunell. But I am conscious about making sure that they train and that they exercise. Because if I'd have seen her and based on how she looked, I was just blown away. I mean, it was just amazing. Who's the oldest person that you've seen, Matthew, that you've seen or had dialogue with? I can't think older than maybe ninety. Yeah, well, my mother's ninety-one, and so, but I've seen. I'm trying to think. I've seen ninety-four, ninety, ninety-six, ninety-seven. It just made me start to think. I go. Oh, I'm thinking. It's it's not something you just don't want to take for for granted, and you want to be able to reach out. Um, Then I went to James Madison High School with B. Mitch. And their team, they're playing tonight against Langley. Miles Saxons, both the kids, all the kids are Langley grads. And I've been in that stadium with Langley. I coached, you know, volunteer over there at Fairfax. Now understand that Tom Verbanek is back in high school coaching. Thank God, I can't wait to see Coach. He's back. And this team is 9-1. They play tonight beautiful weather for football, you know, unless you got to sit in a stand in one spot. But if you're out there running, this is just cool. And to be able to speak to these kids, high school's the best. It's the best. the be- And um, ironically, I actually applied there back in the 90s or whatever because I was just wanted to coach high school football. That's my favorite level of high school. And so now you're the most underpaid. It, 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 every, youth ball in high school – you ain't in it for no money. You, it's going to cost you to do it. But the relationships you build and the way to give back for the great coaches that you had in your life, it's the only way to do it, to give back. And anybody that was coached, like G does, Pop, those guys, they coach. G's every weekend, he's somewhere run out. Yeah, sure, his son is there. He'd be there even if he didn't have a son there because you go give back like the old folks did and older guys did when you know when we were coming up. It's uh, yesterday was unique, man. Today's going to be unique, too, because when we get through with these, uh, these four or three hours, I guarantee you, uh, you're going to find it to be to be most interesting um, because we got a lot coming going on today for you. Uh, some of the uh, oldie but goodies, Forbes, Seattle Seahawks game, obviously a huge matchup. Sam's played well. We're going to talk a little bit about that because that's on everybody's mind and figuring out what's his peak. Was that the best week, what we just saw? Is that it? I don't think so. I think we're just getting started, to be honest with you. The question is he's going to deal deal with differences from a defensive standpoint. So a couple of corners, uh, Brian Carpenter, NFC champion, Pretty much had the – a little bit bigger than Forbes, but around that. Sprinter, about 175, 80, probably when he played, they'll tell you. When you're going up against big receivers and you got – so I figured we will get a guy. Vernon Dean, another champion who um, will talk about how you deal with – Geno's no joke and how a guy – and he also played in Seattle with the Seahawks. It's a unique place to play. I figured it only fitting to get someone who was actually played – for the Seahawks. Didn't they? College football going around. I'm telling you, it is huge. JMU, I feel you. And look, UVA, I saw that. Impressive, impressive effort. Louisville's no joke. That was big. Terps getting into action. Wolverines, Penn State. We got a lot, a lot going on. Football Friday on the Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. We'll be right back. Football Friday
0: on the Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer.
3: I love me some football.
1: Chris Russell, getting ready for, for another white or red carpet affair, another documentary, another could be 60 Minutes or Netflix. I mean, I mean, and he's so cool with it. Me, man, I'd be in a <laughs> you know, I'd have that that suit hung up. You know when you have something special, you hang that suit up and you you look at it all night because you got your clothes all picked out. It's just another day for him. You think you think Chris hangs his suits up? I do. <laughs> no, I do. I really do. Especially when he's not with us. Oh, that's when true. he's doing that national thing. I've seen him out in public. You got to remember, dude. He's
2: a different animal out in public.
1: We're this is local. His, he's national. So when he around us, I mean, we're like, yeah. But when he's with the doing with his thing, whole different dude, man. Whole different dude. Um, I was along with B. Mitch and Finley today, and they were, they everybody messed with Russ man because everybody loves him, and they were talking about getting him flown or a bus ride to Seattle so he can be at the game. And they're trying to hook him up. And you know what? Russell would do it if he knew he could get there by kickoff. He'd sit in there for twenty hours or whatever. He'd do the labor because he'd be on his computer, you know, writing articles because he's published. Also, I'd want. Yeah, and I said this to them. Okay. If they were
2: to do that, there needs to be an extra seat, and somebody has to go with him and record the entire trip. Oh, no question. The entire trip. No we question. want a 20-hour podcast of Chris Russell complaining on a bus. Oh, no question. It would be, unbel- it'd be priceless. You'd also get some good sports uh, oh, analysis no, no. there. It'd be some really great analysis mixed Look, in with a lot I've of I've traveled yelling.
1: with Rooster long enough to seen it, man. It's an act that— you really have to check check it out. Didn't Day is going to share his knowledge with us, which is big, you know. College football also show you where to put your money if you want to wager and leave as a winner. DOC in for the rooster. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
1: Welcome back. This is the Chris Russell Show, DOC, DHing. Uh, one of the real highlights for me is whenever one of Kevin Sheehan's regular hosts can't make it, got a doctor's appointment, you know, something comes up, toothache, and he calls me to fill in. And I get a chance to go on and be on the program, and I'm just blown away when Denton Day does his segment and does college football, of course, you know, it's just awesome. So I called Kevin today, and we didn't take my call, but he had somebody return. You know, it's kind of hard to get directly to him, but he had one of his, whoever answers the phone in his house, call me back, and I asked him if it'd be possible we'd get Denton Day on, and he was gracious. See, I knew i called him if it's raining. He can't play golf so I knew, I, I knew then I could get it done. So let me not waste any more time. I'm honored and privileged and thrilled to get a guy in that talks my language, college football. And, of course, he's going to show you how to make money on top of all this. The very talented host of Burgundy and Gold Game Day with the whale, didn't they? D.D. Um, Doc, this is, this is the biggest Honor of of
4: my career. I I knew Kevin. You know he's he's a busy guy. So when I got the call up to now, I get to join the big leagues. I mean, the, the honor and the privilege is mine.
1: Well, look, man. I you know I love your game because you love what I love, and that is college football. And let's not waste time. but and also you can help, like Eminem. And guys, I respect man when you play the wagering game. You work with the very best in the business. And so, and you don't always win. You don't always. But you stay in the game. So, what is is the, is the Nittany Lion Wolverine matchup? Is that Newman or
4: Yeah, that, that that's going to be the noon matchup. Right now, okay. we're all kind of playing the waiting game, Doc, to see what the punishment for Jim Harbaugh is supposed to be. The word on the street from all of the reports this morning was that Jim Harbaugh was going to get punished thirty minutes ago, and I'm you know I'm checking the Twitter machine, and I haven't seen anything come down just yet. So I'm waiting to see whether Jim Harbaugh is going to be on the sideline this weekend or not. That aside, because obviously, as you know, having the head coach there is certainly a nice luxury. That aside, I think Michigan is awesome this year. I think Penn State's defense has been very, very impressive, but they lack explosive plays on offense. And I don't know if that is just the offense itself if that's the trust of the coaching staff allowing the offense to go out there and play a little bit more aggressive Mm -hmm. which would lead to more to more explosive plays but Penn State has had a serious issue with explosive plays it's what cost them the game against Ohio State if they want to beat Michigan they have to let the quarterback Drew Aller go out there and sling the football around If they just want to you know play very conservative and and run the football they're not Michigan is too good of a team to, to, for that to work. So they got to go out there. They got to let the young rookie, the young, uh, the young quarterback, not a rookie, but the young quarterback go out there and make some plays with his arm if they want to stay in this one.
1: Yeah, Denton Day, <clears throat> who has uh, really honor and pleasure of working with the one and only Kevin Sheehan on the Kevin Sheehan Show right here on Team 980. <sighs> Penn State, and great deal of respect for their coach. He coached my kids at Maryland. And, uh, hell, I knew him. He was on a recruiting train, great recruiter. Jay, he just He's classy. He's an offensive mind. But, again, it's like I say the same thing with Coach Loxley. Until you beat Penn State, Ohio State, or Michigan, or until he beats one and two, you're not going to open the door to ultimate success. It's how you are judged. Hell, Harbaugh lost eight straight to the Buckeyes. Yeah, and we would—I guarantee—they wouldn't be talking about no investigation if that was still going on. But you know <laughs> what I mean. But what happened was he got over the hump, and now Jim is swinging a big stick, and with a Wolverine stand, Penn State's got to find a way. They've got the athletes, so what's up? Yes, I mean sometimes it really does does just come
4: down to to coaching. I mean the the record speaks for itself, and James Franklin is not good against highly ranked teams he, he never he never has been eventually there has to be some sort of of turning point and maybe just approaching the games differently can be a, a huge one of those turning points right like if you, if you just approach the game differently that's obviously a lot easier said than done but drew aller was supposed to be the guy that lifts them because he has so much more natural god-given talent than what they've had in previous years at quarterback and when you look at, like defensively they're good their defense oh phenomenal. i love the way they fly packs.
1: to the ball yeah
4: Running backs on offense, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. They have they don't have decent. Uh, they don't have like the greatest wide receivers in the world, but they do have decent wide receivers. Look at the old line. Hell, they're bigger O-line, than the I hogs. Mean, they're they're going to have a guy that's going at absolute worst top four right. in the NFL draft yeah. on their offensive line. Yeah. It's just letting the quarterback go out there and be the quarterback. And maybe that is Drew Aller's not recognizing things that he's supposed to be recognizing at this point. But you got to give him a little bit of a kick in the tail and say, "Go make some plays and trust that he has the capability of doing so." I think if they if they take that approach, it's going to put him in a much better spot because that dude is a natural, God-given. Uh, he's a baller. He's a gamer. You just got to let him go do it.
1: Well, it, it is it is interesting. Uh, the Wolverines. We're going to be joined by Brian Carpenter, former Wolverine, corner and Rose Bowl champion, NFC champion, and he's not happy. Just the way this is being cast. Now I joke to him about his, their schedule. He just, and he says it. We play whoever they put on the schedule. We don't set that up. I think they have an excellent team, but they're not going to get that respect until they do play King Kong or Godzilla and prove that they're they're the real deal. Where do you stand on the Wolverines?
4: I think they're really good. Uh, I I think. I mean, if you're asking me right now, I know this is way ahead of ourselves. I think they're the best team in the Big Ten. I think they'd make it three years in a row, assuming that Jim is coaching uh, against Ohio State. I think they'd make it three years in a row. I do think they are really, really good. Their schedule sucks, and a lot of that is on them. I mean, they scheduled cupcakes because they, they have realized that we're going to play enough quality teams in the Big Ten with Penn State and Ohio State that our resume is going to be sufficient. All we have to do is get to those games unbeaten. And so far, the College Football Playoff Committee has just said, yeah, as long as you get to those games unbeaten and you beat Penn State and Ohio State, we are going to let you into the College Football Playoff. And that's what Michigan is going for. And by the way, that's not going to change once it's a 12-team playoff. It's likely going to be the same thing. So they've handed – they given themselves these cupcakes, so we don't really know what they look like. But I still think they're a good team. I think they're defensively – I mean, even if you're not playing the greatest teams in the world in college football, Just for the first time this past weekend against Purdue, a team scored more than 10 points against them. Like, you got to think eventually someone in the Big Ten would accidentally get a touchdown in the second half, right? Like, it would be one of those things where they accidentally score more than 10 points, and it just has never happened. They fire to the football. They don't make mistakes. And that, I think, translates more than anything, no matter who you play against.
1: Didn't Dave, breaking it down for us here, Matty Ice uh, behind the pipes, the rooster on special assignment, D.O.C. in the air chair. And I'm glad you said they schedule cupcakes because when I say that the Carpenter, who will be joining us, he said, we play whoever's on the schedule. Yeah, I know, but you made up the schedule.
4: Yeah, they, they make the yeah, schedule. Yeah, you
1: make the schedule. He'll be coming up, and I'm glad you said it because I always get, you know, he'll be raring at me. I'm I will... Matty, tag that because we're going to replay that when Carpenter comes on. I want him <laughs> him to hear that. Um, what's the game you put your money on? What is the one you feel most confident that you would put your hard-earned money behind?
4: I, I like Georgia this weekend against Ole Miss. Ah, I thought bulldog. they were going to cover the 15-and-a-half the against Missouri, but Missouri's a really good team. The thing with Ole Miss is I just don't know if they're focused. They they have this focus issue. Lane Kiffin in big games really wet the Lane's bed got a focus issue as an adult. As an adult, exactly. And <laughs> what he are you talking about? Where he gets into, he always likes to go for fourth down. Yeah, it was Fred Boy. It was Fred Boy.
1: Yeah. I like him now. I think he's a that. talented coach, but yeah. him in charge, I'm not comfortable with that. No,
4: not at all. Him so like under Jordan Nick, too.
1: I was comfortable yeah. under that. Yeah, I was comfortable with that. Yeah, when he had
4: a supervisor.
1: Exactly. When he has a supervisor or a chaperone, he's good. Exactly. Oh, I, I he's talented. He's talented. But it's to the, the deal where some people have to be protected from themselves. No, that's awesome, man. Uh, you know, I've often said here around the station that you have the toughest assignment in the country. <laughs> you know, doing dealing with who you have to deal with every day. And uh man, God love you. You do one hell of a job and then to add that, you gotta deal with the whale for three hours, Lunell Willingham every game day. But you pull it off, my friend, better than anybody possible. And I'm honored that you share some time with us today.
4: Uh, Doc, I appreciate it as always, man. Thank you. You got
1: it. Denton Day, man. As Coach Thompson would say, simply, one of the best. When we come back, we'll be joined by the former Michigan Wolverine. And, of course, he wore the burgundy and gold uh, here for – The Washington team at the time, Friday football here on Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. We'll be right back. DOC on the radio in for the rooster. And uh it at some point for Chris Russell, it's gotta get old. You know, getting awards, presentations, and and uh, he handles the attention better than most. What'd you think about Denton Day's comments to Brian Carpenter on our last segment? I thought that I thought he had some good comments. So, we bring in my former teammate, a Rose Bowl champion, an NFC champion, a state champion in high school, one of the more sought-after athletes in the country, uh, and a Wolverine who, by the way, is now public enemy number one with this alleged cheating scandal. And we welcome Brian to the show now. I mean, so... <laughs>
3: I mean I don't know. I don't know who you call calling Uh hate it. I mean everybody everybody wants to be number 1. Well you guys aren't number 1. We're the winningest program in college football, doc. We are number 1. Oh, okay. You mean overall wins.
1: Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, um, John Thompson told you what the wind blows strongest on top of the mountain. At top of the mountain, you're right. You Okay, I'll ask you this: You represent the winningest team in college football. Currently, right now, being investigated for an alleged cheating scandal. So, as an alum, as a former outstanding individual in maize and blue, how do you take that?
3: I think it's crazy. I think that uh you and I both know people have been scouting since since I was in Little League. Right. Okay, scouting and and looking for an edge and what's going on with you were a baseball guy. I didn't yeah. play baseball, but yeah. you played baseball. Yeah. Or did you guys on third base, did the coach on third base look to see who was Oh, what the signs were yep. for hitting?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, yeah. Of, of what was going on. Yeah, you trying to pick and, up. Yeah. Yeah. And pitching? Yeah. yeah. So everybody has done this. I didn't even know the rule was illegal. I mean, this is how – when we scouted in Little League, we scouted in high school, we scouted in college. Who does not scout or look for an edge? You know, if your if my IT guy is better than yours, so what? (laughs) You need to get a better IT guy.
1: Yeah. No, I've watched about a, a half of the Wolverine football this year, and I was telling Matt, not because I don't love what they do. It's just they haven't had a comparable opponent. Now, when I say that to Brian, he said, we play who's on the schedule. Do we have Denton Day's comments? This is Denton Day, who is the the architect of Burgundy and Go Game Day, and the producer of the Kevin Sheehan Show. So I said, Denton, what what about the Wolverines and their schedule? I think they're really good. Uh, I I think, I mean, if you're asking me
4: right now, I know this is way ahead of ourselves. I think they're the best team in the Big Ten. I think they'd make it three years in a row, assuming that Jim Arwell is coaching. Uh, against Ohio State. I think they make it three years in a row. I do think they are really, really good. Their schedule sucks, and a lot of that is on them. I mean, they scheduled cupcakes because they they have realized that we're going to play enough quality teams in the Big Ten with Penn State and Ohio State that our resume is going to be sufficient. All we have to do is get to those games unbeaten. Carpenter? (laughs) Well, I disagree with that.
3: I think we play whoever is on our schedule. But you make and, the schedule. schedule. Hold on, You set well, the schedule up. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We share the schedule with, when we play. I'm going to tell you, I was just looking up. Um, who, who, somebody else was playing this weekend. I'll come to it later. But everybody plays Cupcakes. It's, it, and thank God that we are – allowing teams to come to the University of Michigan and play and walk out there with a paycheck. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. But when it comes to Big Ten play, we don't schedule – we're we're not in control of who we schedule in the East or the West. Yeah. well, We're not in control of that. You're only talking about the first two games of the season, first three games of the season.
1: Okay. Well – this is the last year of it, it anyway, that. because once the conference Answer of champions, yeah, once the conference of champions invades the Big Ten, then we'll find out. Then it's when the rubber, you know, meets the mat. That that's when we'll know. So I'm not even paying attention to it until next year, and then we'll see really well, how good you guys really are. Then we'll find out. All right,
3: I'm well, not. I want to say this. I was talking to a buddy of mine, who you know very well, yeah. Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. Last night, Wolverine and we were talking Cardinal. about the Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, 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 another Wolverine. And he said, "You know what you were talking about? How everybody knows what everybody's running." Yep. Yeah. The question is, can you stop can it? Can you stop it? I yeah. remember games that we played. Uh, the hogs would come to the line of scrimmage and tell people where they're running the ball. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. In the game, they would tell you where they're going. Yeah. Receivers, I remember playing in the in the league. They would tell you they're getting ready, what route they're getting ready to run. And the question is, can you stop it?
1: Yeah, that, that's true. You you. When I look at Emmanuel Forbes, he you had what ten or fifteen pounds on him. Actually, what we're about to say. Ten. I mean, when you played. Yeah. I mean, now, now that yeah, you, yeah. now that did, you out not, eating at clubs no, no. and. So. But me you. And Darryl, me and Daryl. Me and
3: Daryl. Me and Daryl used to have a bet to see who was going to weigh the most. Okay. <laughs> it, 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 so so we, we, we we would have our weigh in. Okay, so you okay. and Daryl,
1: but that's two guys around on that side, but that's four, two, right. four, four. Now, for, when you see Forbes. Do you remember? What does it say to you in watching him? And he had a couple of tough outings, but I thought he recovered last week. But I need to hear from a guy who did it.
3: I think playing corner is—you have to have a short memory, okay? You're going to have days like that that he's had uh, going on. You have to remember the guy is. This is his rookie year. He's playing against grown men who's done this, who's had success at this for years, who know the ins and outs of playing, who knows how to run routes, who knows how to set you up, who knows all the tricks of the game that that they know. It's going to take him time to learn it. But also, Doc, I want to say that he needs a coach. And I don't mean a a defensive coordinator. He needs a a great secondary coach who can teach him, help to teach him how to play the game, and and then to understand that when he's struggling, that to have a safety or somebody help him to put him in position, so that he can start having success.
1: Well, that's interesting. That's why I love hearing it from people who did it. You know, it's one thing about it, but uh, I loved his enthusiasm. I thought after making his first play, he was animated. A guy who had lost his confidence would have never done that. And I've learned this from just you guys. We're going to have Vernon Dean on today, Daryl Green. He said it. All the corners, Jairus White, all the corners that I've known have all – you live by it, you die by it. It never defines you. It's next play up, and next man up. Well, look, man. Um, we uh, on another note, because I know your contribution to DCIAA and um, high school sports in the District of Columbia, and uh, we want to just thank you for those efforts. No football season is important, and you and your team are in- involved in a lot of the. Things to keep those stadiums clean and, and keep up the good, good work. And thank you for your time. Appreciate it, man. Right. Pleasure being on here with you. Good That's deal. And good luck. Good luck tomorrow in the ballgame. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> go blue. Yeah, go blue. That's Brian Carpenter, Wolverine. And hey, man, it's tough. You know, he gave it back. That didn't they cut? I want you to save that cut. <laughs> Oh boy, that didn't day. What a what a jackpot. I um what do you think the odds are that Lunell Willingham will call today? Just out of nowhere.
2: Um I think the odds are decent. I would say I would give 2.5 to
1: 1. You know, you it really yesterday you guys show, you know was really um, was really really entertaining. I mean, every shows are all style, you know. Yeah, two man show, the one man show, the three, four man, six man show, all styles. But the fact that those two can argue like high school best friends, you know what I mean? It, it and just and 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 no grudges. Nobody trying to outdo the other guy. They really believe in the points of it. But when G from the shop called in (laughs) When G called in and attacked the rooster, I just said, you can't do that unless y'all all family. That's how you know that they're all family. Because you couldn't talk to a person that you didn't love. Unless you had that kind of relationship. That was classic radio right here on Team 980 in the Rooster. And uh, for those of you just tuned in, Rooster, I know, picking up another award somewhere, but I'm happy to be in here for him. Football Friday on Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Football Friday on the Team 980
0: is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer.
4: I love me some football.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?